welcome to the Self-Study Project, a podcast to deepen your practice through reflection with co-hosts Jenna Baird and Stephanie Gibson. Welcome to the Self-Study Project, a podcast to deepen your practice through reflection. We are carrying on from our last episode where we were discussing narcissism and ego and how we can learn through tools of self-reflection and self-actualization and reflection on how to overcome that. And so, you know, just because in the last episode, we probably were able to either see ourselves or more easy is to see someone else who is like that. And, you know, and, and if you haven't, if you didn't identify yourself with that, I would say that, you know, one of the most visible ways that we are seeing this come forward in our society is through the social media, through the video. You know, we have, we have people who are um, selling multi-level marketing, or we have people who are trying to get people into their class or to, by their service. And so we have the, we have people all the time now with this Facebook live option or, you know, Instagram where they just want to come on for just a moment and then they have something to share. But the question really is what is it we are sharing, which I feel like comes down to that question that you were talking about comes from the yoga ashram. The moment you even arrive, what was that Jenna? Yeah, the the ashram is a major study part of it all is the first question is, who am I? And so the guru, you know, will ask that, who are you? And often people in the room will say, well, I'm a doctor, I'm a, I'm a lawyer, or I'm, I'm a mother even, or these titles that um, we have been so programmed, right, to to base ourselves around. And so a lot of what the ashram and yoga science is all about is dissolving the ego through the path of self-realization. So in this journey, right, we're going to be able to kind of pinpoint like, who am I really? Am I basing myself upon a title, how successful I am, how much money I make, um, the accomplishments that I have and putting that as the ultimate kind of, Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also, you know, the, the, with who, who am I, um, is the acceptance too of yourself and the love for yourself versus the fear that we don't need anyone to love or accept us or that nobody will in fact, love or accept us that it is the title or it is how much money I make. It is my body or it is my, you know, my career that is what is is being received. It is what I'm trying to cast when I send my message, because that is often where we get, we have this bad game of telephone happening. We have the, the wrong message where maybe in person you would conversate with said person and you don't quite get that through something like a recording of, you know, Facebook live or through selling a product outside of just every day. How's the weather? Oh, I see you. Here's a hug. Conversation is, is they don't necessarily put up that wall as much or that facade um, or that who am I is the outward as much unless it's things like what we're seeing. and, And that's like the body, for example, in, we easily see that 
I say, I would dare say the most um, on social media where you can tell that the person who is, who has a message, but right from the start, you don't have any idea what the message is going to be because you're, you witness that they are most concerned with their facade, with their skin, with their body, with their hair, with their outfit, with the angle, with the lighting. And therefore from the very moment before they even start talking, cause you know how like on Facebook live, there's like a few seconds where you, you're not actually talking, but we can see you. Um, and then all of a sudden it's, you know, I'm just popping on here. You don't even have to say that. And we can see and feel that you're popping on there because of your, your outward facade. That's where your concern is in most because Yes, it's okay to feel good about yourself. It's okay to feel beautiful and to want to look presentable and not still in your pajamas. Although we all know that if you're doing a video from home and it's of just your face, you could be in your pajamas from the waist down. You know, you can just put on a regular nice shirt. No, I'm just kidding. Um, uh-huh. But, you know, is, is that, do you know, go ahead and go to the mirror beforehand because if your message is not in fact like one of those makeup tutorials where we real literally are, you know, honestly, now that I say that out loud, I've seen makeup tutorials and I don't get the sense of narcissism from the individual. They're literally trying to share how, how they've learned to put on makeup to make them feel beautiful. They're not more, they're wanting the message to be spread wide and far because it's what they're, it's what they're trying to share with you more than the facade or the defense or the I'm not worthy. And, and therefore here's my body and here's my, my, the, the narcissistic message, or I'm a doctor, just listen to the fact that I'm a doctor and then all the rest, just believe what I have to say, or I look really beautiful. My hair is perfect. I'm mostly caught up in that. Oh, and I also have something to share with you. Uh, We don't, we don't hear beyond that initial. So, um, you know, I, I was thinking, you know, what tools, Jenna, can we actually suggest people besides pointing out that we all have seen this, you know, besides that realization? Oh, you know, I guess maybe one of the best ways to visually see it would be like Lady Diana. Um, everybody immediately can see who that is in their in their mind. Well, at least I guess if you're over probably 20 or 25 years old. Um you know, you know who Lady Diana is. And if we were to even ask ourselves, well, who is Lady Diana? I doubt that the first answer is going to be that she's a princess because that's not what she portrayed ever. What she portrayed was humanitarian, selfless, caring, philanthropic individual whose heart was more based on the people and she only merely operated from a platform that gave her exposure as opposed to, I mean, we all know she dressed to the, to the nines, like she looked beautiful, but never did we get the feeling that it's because she's like, Oh, shoot me in this angle and make sure you see this about me. And this is how beautiful I am. And thank goodness I'm a princess because I'm very special. It was never about that. You can even see that she's shy in front of the camera and all she wants to do is the work that she's out there to do. Do you see what I mean about that difference in persona yet? You can still look nice. You can still be all squared away, but your message is what we want to hear more than, uh, you know, your, your suffering or your, the, the fear or the facade. Absolutely. Yeah. The, um, it's felt through that energy, isn't it? And we can mm-hmm. feel compassion. We can feel when it feels really real. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of opportunities to, 
to see that, especially with, um, with her, the compassion is just, is so there. And, and, you know, there is that, like you said, there's that honor because our body is a, a temple and we want to take good care of it. We want to feel, feel good, but there's this difference that we feel like when it's about, you know, getting attention and, and kind of, it's like, you know, you know, always looking at me. And, and so that is definitely felt and you can feel, you can have this same exact, like, doctor, for example, talking about a really awesome supplement that's going to really, you know, be great for your body and, you know, buy this supplement. And then you can feel like sometimes in that message, it's just all ego. It's all like, I'm right. This is it. Mm -hmm. And then those that are like compassionate about it because they're like, gosh, I'm so excited to share this with you. They might even have a personal experience of why it made a difference in their lives. Mm -hmm. And also I spot this really quickly is when I hear messengers of certain types of um, when they're selling products or things like that. It's when they're so excited for the customer or for their client or for their student mm-hmm. and their results. And mm-hmm. they're just so lit up that that's um, where, you know, we can have the same again message, but a whole different feel. And Mm -hmm. um, so it's really spotting the ego and we want to be able to do that in ourselves. Like where are we getting our, our identity? Are we easily offended? Cause that's a really good one to start with. Cause this, in this world, I see that a lot and we get really brave behind the computers, you know, type Mm -hmm. it away. Um, We would say things probably we would never say, but all that this time frame is doing for us is truly bringing to light all the dark, all the, un you know met needs all of the healing that needs to happen on the planet is just becoming like full-blown seen right in our face right mm-hmm. and when we see it that clearly we're like whoa it's mm-hmm. not it's not even hidden anymore it is right there in our face and so a lot of what I'm seeing is um being so easily offended as well mm-hmm. as um wanting to seek a lot of attention. And so when we see ourselves, like, do I have to be right? Or am I willing to stay curious? Like maybe there's two ideas about the same viewpoint. Maybe there's this one way that this person believes and the other, they're two different solutions, but we actually really and truly maybe want even the same thing. Um, so that is a big one is, um, yeah, that's you know, a the great ego one. needing to always defend and, be right and be in control and um, the essence in the soul knows better. And mm-hmm. even in yoga, we talk about this a lot, but it's like our mind will make us believe like, I have to know this posture. I have to have it all figured out. Mm-hmm. And when the soul, you know, speaks up, it's, it's a very different message and it's a little softer, maybe a little quieter, but it's like, no, you don't really have to have it all figured out. In fact, you know, stay, stay away from that. Stay curious, uh-huh. stay open and expansive. And then you're going to receive more information and, mm-hmm. and that. That's a great example. What you just talked about too, with yoga, because I, I see that with modifications or let's even, you know, if you aren't into yoga, for example, you know, an exercise that you might need to now modify for whatever reason. And it, if you're caught up in the reasons of modification, which might be injury or you're not feeling as good or whatever the modification reason is, if instead from a place of compassion, you identify that this is what you need right then is if, if the blocks or if the bolster or if bending your knees in downward dog allows you to actually be better at that pose at that yeah. time, then that's where you are 
curiously today, as opposed to the ego of this is not the textbook or um, with controlling of other people, for example, it's if you have the need to control other people, if you are becoming so disappointed by other people, guess you are making it all about you still as opposed to the curiosity, the opportunity for growth, that this is where they are, this is where they are in their world. People even who hurt you, who harm you, who have negative things with compassion, you know, protect your yourself. Don't, you know, continue to allow someone to hammer your hand, move your hand. But um, where they are in their life with curiosity and compassion, that that's a lesson they are still learning. And one of the things I love with you, Jenna, that in, in yoga classes with you is the, the meditations that you offer. They are always so insightful and applicable. And I, it's like you receive them from something way beyond yourself, even the way in which you teach yoga is sometimes you have this plan and you think this is going to be the class. And then you're witnessing that it's not, it can't go that way today. It needs to go this way. And rather than you having this illusion of, well, this is what I rehearse. This is what I practice. This is what I'm ready for today. I need more of this and that you allow it to become malleable and moved with whatever it needs to be for that day. And, um, you know, and being flexible like that, because that, that's where self-reflection comes from. We're always evolving. We're always changing. And, you know, especially with the need to control other people is to see yourself, especially when you were a beginner, to see yourself there. Do you really want somebody to have to do everything for you and make you feel like their way is not the right way? Then let them do it. It'll get done. And, uh, you know, I had a situation where we were building a bookshelf. This was a long time ago. And, and, um, and I was almost certain that this piece was going to get cut too short. And, and so I was controlling the situation of like, that's, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna end up with a too short of a piece. And they replied to me with the most epic answer ever. And that was, and if we do, we will just get another one. <laughs> and then oh, we will great. cut that one correct. And now we will have learned yeah. that, you know, and, and so what is the big deal? I mean, that piece that was about to be cut, it was already sanded and stained. And so in my mind, I was like, well, we'll have to go down to the you know hardware store and we will have to start all over. And guess what? So what? You'll get really good at sanding and you'll get good at staining. Mm -hmm. and you will get good at measuring and it, what, what, there's no big, big deal, like whatever, you know? So that's kind of where it comes down to is, is what's the essence? The essence is, you know, eventually there will be a bookshelf, whether it took five cuts or not and, you know, go with the flow and what's the final message and what's the final outcome. Um, and it's all about reflection and, and meditation is a good way to reflect and being a little quieter instead of reactive and asking yourself before you get on that video to sell whatever you want to sell or before you come on live and, you know, are you, what really is the message? Why are you doing it? Because, you know, I've, I'm involved in, in multi-level marketing and sometimes you're coached, you know, you need to do, you need to do videos. And if you don't understand yet why, then your message is not going to come across, you know, either. And so primp all you want prior, get on there with a goal of, why do you want somebody to have this? And that goal can't be because it makes you another $100. It has to be that because whatever you are offering is so valuable to the we and that 
it's it's way above me and therefore you must spread this message that's that's the biggest thing and if you are literally when you rewatch that video if your first thing that you're thinking is oh my gosh look at my hair oh man my my outfit i just then you aren't even hearing your own message instead what you should be concerned with was like i listened to everything i said and i think i really forgot to convey the following, then you know your message was where you wanted it to be. Yes. And the energy that we're giving out right now is, is just so important to really reflect upon that right there. Just like what, what is our message? What, what is our intention? And taking the opportunity to pause and really have an opportunity to meditate and, and think more about that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And if you are listening while driving, we don't recommend that you close your eyes or anything during this opportunity. But Jenna, if you have a, you know, a series of questions or uh, uh, things that you would ask for somebody to either go home or journal about questions that we don't have the answers for you that you might want to just reflect upon and ask yourself in silence and see what comes up. And, you know, what would, what would you challenge somebody to ask themselves or meditate upon? Yeah, if possible to having um, a piece of paper and a pen, because sometimes these in really quiet kind of reflective moments, we can get some great insight. So if you have the opportunity to close your eyes and relax, um, we'll pause. We'll start taking some really good, deep breaths. And in that deep breathing, we start to get a more clear vessel, more clear understanding. So taking a moment just to take those really good, deep belly breathing, inhale, breathe through the nose, feel that expansion. Like I'm ready to receive and understand myself more. And then on those exhales, really feeling like I'm ready to release those things that no longer serve me so that I make room for that, which I, I need more of. And then just having this opportunity now to notice how to spot the ego. As you're reflecting upon this in this nice, calm, quiet space, just noticing these ways in which do I feed my own ego or even others? Or is there a way to dissolve it? So we can notice that our importance, where do we find that? Noticing when we have loss in our lives, when we lose that job, when we don't win that game, when we don't always look our best, what kind of messages might we tell ourselves that are not in its highest form or in its highest alignment? Noticing those times and any time that we cause separation, judgment, and we can feel it on a very, very basic term. And that is, do I feel comfort? Or do I feel at a discomfort? Do I feel ease or dis-ease? And we can trace that ego if we spot it. I need attention, for example. We can trace it back probably to moments long ago when we did not get the attention that we needed or those times that we felt neglected. And now we're trying to feed it and trying to grow. And make it feel good again. But noticing if we notice that inner wound or that inner child begging for more attention to serve that in a more positive way. I see you. 
I notice you. I see maybe the hurt, right? The suffering. I see how you felt in that moment. But there's a better way. And in being compassionate, there's a lot of more to this work. But to spot those feelings in ourselves and those moments and trace them back. We can trace them all the way back. And then you'll probably get some insight and build a journal, some things down mm-hmm. about where we get our importance, right? Where do we get our, where we feel probably often most of us in society, it's based upon accomplishments. It's based upon the, the masculine, which is a positive thing is the do part of ourselves, which we all have feminine and masculine energy and the masculine is the most projected. So it's like I do. So for then I um, am the best or whatever that may be. But if we notice that there's a sense of do, but then there's also that fluid self and we let both kind of combine together the feminine and masculine, we feel more complete, more whole, and um, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of self-work in that and even more that we can cover with that. But that's absolutely, absolutely. Well, this has been definitely a big subject. And to our listeners, we still invite your questions, your emails, the self study project at gmail.com. And we are at the self study project.com. Uh, We have a Facebook page, The Self-Study Project, and if you have questions, we will address more, even though this is the conclusion of our two-part on narcissism and ego, and we appreciate your introspection and your work because it's all about the we, and the more that we work on ourselves, the, the better we all become. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to The Self-Study Project, a podcast to deepen your practice through reflection with co-hosts Jenna Baird and Stephanie Gibson. Subjects cover holistic health, nutrition, yoga, philosophy, spirituality, astrology, parenting, relationships, conscious living, sustainable practices, and so much more. At no time does this podcast offer medical advice and is for educational purposes only. It remains your decision to pursue any information and do not hold your hosts or their guests liable. More information available at theselfstudyproject.com.